This episode is brought to you by Bongo Transportation, the speediest way through the planet core. If you run into trouble, don't worry, there's always a bigger fish. <laughs> a little music can't help. Rockin', rockin' and rollin'. Get us off this Snapchat, R2. It's going to get us both killed. You did it, R2. All right. I'll try podcasting. That's a good trick. Welcome to episode 20. 20 of Voice episodes, And not only is this the 20th episode... Well, we have passed 500 downloads. Yes, we total. did. Yeah. Um, which maybe isn't the best average when you compare it to big name podcasts. Yeah. Because individual episodes get 500. But hey, we're working well, progress, Well, big right? name episodes get way more than 500. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. But we're trying, all right? We're the little engine that could. Uh, yeah, it's uh, – well, actually, we're, so we're actually up to 517. So we have about like 25 yeah. Yeah, listeners. It's, like, it's actually 526. Yeah. It alternates. Um, yeah. And actually I found, because we recently upgraded our uh, podcasting ability on the site, and it gives me access to more stats, and it yeah. shows like the same people are going back and actually listening to old episodes. Yeah. Which is actually kind of encouraging, because it's like, oh, they liked us enough to go yeah. back and download older episodes. Like, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Um, so thank you. That's fantastic. Um, we did get a new review, um, which was going to be mentioned earlier because it was a while ago, but, um, recording note, we actually recorded a portion of this episode before the Han Solo trailer yeah, dropped. We were ready to um, drop it and then the Han Solo trailer came yeah. out, so. So the, the main topic segment, just keep in mind, it was actually recorded beforehand just in case we make some there, sort of comment. There may know. be some comments in there that yeah. are like, you know. Old references. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a new review by AJH2018. Maybe it's someone running for Congress in 2018. Oh. A senator? A senator. Listens to our podcast? Uh, wow, what a great new Star Wars podcast. It's full of different thoughts of this great tale. It does have some really corny impressions. Okay. But you start to look forward for them. I think they're great impressions. I, I think they're spot about. on. I don't, yeah. Mark can fill in the gaps between the movies and literature. True. Gabe's ability to recall the movie quotes are uncanny. Thank you. But much like the Death Star, the podcast does have a weakness. It's Gabe's love for the Ewoks and unbelievable hatred of Han Solo. Yeah. Okay, I consider this the strength of the podcast because mm-hmm. somebody has to be the voice of reason. Mm, okay. Mm, I, don't think, I don't think so. Mm. Um, um, we also have a fan letter. Now, before we get to Brian's fan letter, yes, I have to admit a mistake I made Yes, in regards to Brian's last fan letter. Yes. He said that he was originally going to call me Itchy, and I accused him of... Basically, not bringing up a proper Star Wars character. We yeah. thought he was saying Lumpy. Yeah. I totally forgot that Itchy is Lumpy's grandpa. Yeah, that's what I forgot. And yeah. I realized this on my own one day, uh, like a few days after, and I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. I look like an idiot now. Yeah. And I am an idiot. Well, yeah. And I'm sorry, Brian. So. So, what is Brian's fan letter? Dear Voice of the Rebellion, first off, I think a truce makes for bad radio. <laughs> but... As Kylo said, let the past die, kill it if you have to. You so know, with, Kylo's the villain, right? So with Gabe waving the white flag, I will accept the truce. Okay. Since we have a solo trailer now, I've got some Han-inspired questions for you guys. Great. Well, not great, but Luke, okay, fine. Luke was the first to kiss Leia. Yeah, Luke then yeah took, he was. Luke then took Han's son to raise him as his own. Do you think Luke <laughs> wanted to be Han? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, no. Yeah. First off, Luke didn't take Han's son to raise him. Okay. Leia basically like threw Kylo. She's like, get this threw, kid out of yeah, my face. Threw Ben at yeah. Luke. And Luke's like, fine, I guess. If I have to, I'm going to try to kill him in the middle of the night at some point. But and, sure. 
and first off, Luke was not the one who engaged the kiss. Leia is the one who came over and kissed Luke. So it's yeah. not like Luke was like, I want to be Han. Leia came. Yeah, and, well, no, after she kissed him, he was like, Whoa, mm-hmm. wait, wait. Leia came over and kissed Luke. Leia gave her son to Luke. Is Luke secretly Kylo's kid? <laughs> oh. Leia wants to, is the one who wants Luke to be Han. Or Han to yeah. be Luke, vice versa. So really what we're, what we're seeing here is Leia has deemed Han as unworthy and Luke as worthy, which makes a lot of sense. No. Okay, so Han saved Luke at least twice in the movies. Yep. Then later, Han is tortured and frozen in carbonite just to lure Luke to Darth Vader's trap. Mm-hmm. Since I've never read the books, after Return of the Jedi, does Han continuously have to save Luke? Does Han suffer more torture just because he knows Luke? Feels like Luke isn't a good friend, more like a taker or a parasite. Okay, well, recalling, okay, so I'm movie movie quote yeah. buff, right? Um, when Luke saves Han yeah. from Jabba the Hutt, Han yeah. says, now I owe you one. Yeah. So that's simply because Han isn't good at math because he saved Luke so many times. <laughs> Thank you for pointing out how stupid Han is. No, I'm just saying he he's can't even math. do he can't even do basic math. He can't figure out that two is greater than one. He can't figure that out. Listen, he's been frozen he's an in carbonite. For idiot. Years. Yeah, make excuses. Yeah, because even because he's an idiot. All right. Okay. Um. Do you two know who Hope Solo is? Are you aware she has a brother named Marcus? This this has to be, be truly a waste of the solo last name. Shouldn't you have to name a boy either Han or now Ben if your last name is Solo? Hope Solo is some sort of sports person, I think. Oh. But anyway. The so point they're is, saying, like, these are real people. Yeah. Okay, so he's saying, like, why would you not name your child yeah. Well, in the same yeah. way, I, yeah. I had told Bridget, like, I, when we first got together, I was like, you're lucky that my last name isn't Parker or something like that. Yeah. Because, yeah, she, uh, Hope Solo is a soccer player. Okay. Um, he's like, if if I had a, a famous last name, then I would totally be naming my kid. Well, uh, so, I do think it's a waste. I would name my kid Swolo Solo. Swolo Solo. <laughs> Swolo Solo. <laughs> so those are some great questions and I believe they do a wonderful job of pointing out Han's that, stupidity. how great Han is great. Yep. Yeah. I think I've won this match actually it's not supposed to be a match because um, you're supposed to have a truce actually better question he, Brian said the truce is bad for ratings and yet he wants the truce is he trying to tank our show are you, to, are you trying is to? Is he pick, trying? You're trying. Is pick, he trying to to ruin our ratings? That's what he said. You're trying to pick a fight with him after he <laughs> declared a truce. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is I don't understand why Brian is trying to tank our show. I don't. <laughs> whatever. All right, um, let's move on to the news. News. Um, the actors and actresses, actressi have commented on their characters in Han Solo. Yes. Uh, sorry, Solo, a Star Wars story. Yes. Because that name's so great. Uh, Amelia Clark. It is. Uh, confirms that her character is indeed, as everyone suspected, a childhood partner in crime with Han mm-hmm. in his early days. And she also mentions there's a relationship side to it. Which um, is just going to drive... Like the worst Star Wars fans crazy because they're gonna be like that she was never mentioned in the original trilogy and therefore it's a complete break of canon because she should have been mentioned yeah. if she ever exists if any character previously existed in Han Solo's life he yeah. should have had a full monologue about that character. Here's the thing, you know how often in conversation my first girlfriends come up with my wife, never. Yeah. Or ever in any conversation yeah. with anyone in everyday life. Yeah. So, get over it. Yeah. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She's playing a droid. She is the droid, yeah, with the motion capture. The, the one that does yeah. a little, like, salute in the co-pilot seat of the Millennium Falcon in the one shot. Looks pretty cool. Uh, that she stole from Luke Skywalker. No. Yeah. 
No, because yeah. no, because yeah. Luke came after her. <laughs> but she, L- Luke saw the Han Solo movie <laughs> and was inspired. Is the so wait? Is the Solo movie a documentary? Yes, in the Star Wars. Yeah. That actually would be awesome. They should make a, a Star Wars documentary, maybe like a propaganda film or something, no, no. Well, they that d- is in Star Wars. No, they did. So the thought is with the original Clone Wars cartoon series where they were like 10 minutes long, they were these actual yeah. like cartoons that were done by the last yeah, the I've seen this Samurai Jack, yeah. that they are so over the top, you watch Mace Windu like tear an yeah. entire army apart like with his pinky, Yeah, that basically those films are propaganda pieces. Yeah. In order to like, hey, look how amazing! Because when are. you compare it to the other Clone Wars cartoon and that lasts the movies, a long time, like the Jedi like, are nowhere they, near they that. They kind of are terrible, actually. So yeah, that's. Um, but no, like really, like a live, do a live action. I would love like to a, see like a real life like documentary style. Yeah. Um, Get uh, Ken Burns to do a full <laughs> t- to do a documentary on the Galactic Civil War. Yes. 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 And be interviewing people and stuff. There's a great um, fan film um, for Star Trek that's uh, called The Battle of Axanar. They're in the middle of like, making like a full on movie of it, but they did like a documentary. And they got a bunch of like big name actors, and including yeah. brought back like a bunch of actors who have been on Star Trek before, mm-hmm. and they're like interviewing them of this like really important battle and like the lead up to it, and then the full film that's going to be coming out will actually feature like the actual battle and stuff, and it's really cool because they're like interviewing like both the Klingons and <laughs> the and the Federation because you know they end up making yeah. peace and stuff, so they can interview both of them, but it's like this is before the peace was made and stuff. It's really cool. Um, so anyways, Phoebe Robert, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, yeah. uh, described her droid as self-modified, like a mutt of a droid. Yeah. So like, and the to self-modified, the droid is making improvement on, improvements on self. Droids? Making droids? Uh, <laughs> yeah, perverse. Um, her and... Name is, her name is L337, which is, um, 2002... Hackors, Hacksaws is a slang yeah. for leet. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like a really out of date reference. Hey, Rod Howard, 2002 call. They want their, they want their slang they want back. Their, they want their leet speak back. <laughs> um, and the droid has a working relationship with Lando that it's had for years. Yeah. Okay, my and theory. She's she, not it. I know you hate sorry. droids. Droids are. I do but hate she, droids. But she identifies as a she. <laughs> um, which is actually cool because there aren't a lot of female droids in Star Wars. No, there's not. Um, there's the Etudat, but we don't really yeah. like, like – it, it sounds female, but we don't necessarily know. And I'm yeah. sure – I'm sure – listen, I know there's probably an entire <laughs> book written about that droid. Well, I'm waiting for the Star Wars story movie to come out yeah. on the Etudat droid. <laughs> like you find out that she's actually had a really terrible life up to that point. Yeah. And you just feel so bad for her. So you understand why she says it. Like, and that what like just happened was like. <laughs> she just got her, fired from her job. Her droid boyfriend <laughs> broke up with her at that moment. <laughs> she ended up discovering she has droid cancer. <laughs> And then, like, he comes around the corner and is like, oh, hey, how's it going? And she's just like... Just had enough of it. It shoots out. <laughs> and then he has the nerve to get upset with her. Um, my theory is that uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's droid, uh, L3, yeah. is going to turn into Lobo. Lobo? Like, the, gl- <laughs> the galactic <laughs> bounty hunter from, from DC Comics? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I work at a comic book shop. I see the word Lobo way more than Lobot. Please forgive me. Lobot. But you have the poster of Lobot over your bed. <laughs> I know, I know. Look, Lobot has always been my favorite character. <laughs> um, I'm also waiting for the Star Wars story on He's Lobot. He's a true hero. Yeah. He is. He saved them on Bespin. <laughs> okay, but really, could that happen? Think about it. Think about the words here. Self-modified, always improving yourself, Lobot. trying to make yourself look human, no, 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 becomes no. Lobot. Lobot looks like it's got some cybernetic stuff going on. And it's not – Lobot's not an it. Lobot's a he. <laughs> you need to work on your pronouns. Wow. Okay. First off, <laughs> so? It's, it's a he, not an it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, Lobot's a cyborg. Lobot's a yeah, person. Yeah. No. 
Leet becomes a cyborg. No, that's not possible. That <laughs> is why you fail. <laughs> no, a cyborg is a person who has, like, cybernetic parts added on. You don't know that. They wiped yes. it out. They wiped out all the cannon. Yes. You'd, it could be L337. It can't. Let's move on. Woody Harrelson. Yes. Uh, who plays Tobias. Yes. Is the mentor type figure to Han. He said that he shapes Han in this time of lawlessness. And said that because of that, Han comes to realize a moral code. Yeah. Um, I wasn't aware Han ever had a moral code, but he, okay. He does. He doesn't. He yes. looks out for himself. He literally says that in a new But hope. here's the thing. What I think is going to happen is that he's kind of like brash and does whatever he wants. And that the basically like the beginning hints of a moral code that he ends up developing will begin to appear here. Okay. That'd be fine, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Just gone solo. Now, Mark, I know how excited you are for Woody Harrelson's character. So why does Woody Harrelson exist while <laughs> yeah. we're... I have a question. Who do you hate more, Woody Harrelson or Benicio Del Toro? Benicio Del Toro, definitely. Okay. Which I know um, will really, really upset your brother. Well, no, he doesn't care. I thought he liked... Really no, liked. he just... No, he was just commenting on it. Oh, okay. I don't think he actually said he cared. Oh, okay. I thought um, he was like a big old no, Benicio no. head. <laughs> He's got a Benicio the Toro poster in his, above his bed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually texted Mark a picture today. We got in the Black Series DJ... Um, figure. Figure uh, at yep. the shop. And I was like, I found your next purchase. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Thandy Newton, yeah. um, whose character is Val... Uh, she said that Val is partners with Tobias, is skeptical of Han, mm-hmm. uh, and apparently their relationship goes in, in quotes, an interesting direction. Yeah, so I'm really hoping that she ends up turning out to be Han Solo's wife. Yeah. Which we've discussed before, so I'm not going to go into it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so those are just some of the characters that, uh, some information on them. Yeah. Um, not that we need it because yes, we do. it's a boring conversation anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving on to another piece of news. So there is, so in the Star Wars new theme park they're building. Yes. Um, is the park called Galaxy's Edge? Is that what the park is called? Yes, I believe that's I keep, I keep seeing that name is. and I just yeah. didn't know if that was actually the whole park. Yeah. Um, there is going to be a themed hotel. Yes. That is, quote, like Westworld. <laughs> so it's going to connect directly into the park, I believe. So you can walk yeah. directly from there into the Star Wars park. Um, I'm scared. Mm. Because, now I haven't finished Westworld, but the robots basically are gaining sentience. Yeah. So. It's because there's this thing called the bicameral mind. We could spend the next four hours discussing the bicameral mind, but no, let's do instead. Let's start a let's start a bicameral mind podcast. Yeah, it'll be specifically just about the theory of sentience. (laughs) Yes. Um, Um, So the idea of Westworld is that basically there's this big old park where you can um, be a cowboy. And And all the robots are so real, like that you believe they exist. You can like shoot at, shoot them and they are, it kills them. And then like they reset them at the end of every night. But then like for the people, when the robots shoot at the people, then it just like doesn't. So my question is when they, when a Wookiee robot starts malfunctioning, Mm -hmm. will it start saying things like, Violent delights have violent ends. These violent delights yeah, bring like, violent ends. Yeah. <laughs> and um, a big part of Westworld is um, having sex with um, prostitutes. So I'm looking forward to the Wookiee prostitute robots. Finally, some representation for the Wookiee prostitute. Uh, sex worker, I mean. Sorry. Sorry. Sex worker, not prostitute. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I think that they were prostitutes back then. So, um, no, uh, I think what it is basically is that it's going to be a, a part, the, the entire hotel, like the staff is going to act like they're in yeah. the Star Wars universe. Like, okay. I expect you'll be able to go up to the staff and ask them, 
what planet of origin they're from. Yeah. Like they, they'll have um, like full backstories and stuff like that. Can I be like, hey, hey, do you have some death sticks? <laughs> they just like pass like those candy cigarettes over to me. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> well, I imagine like there will be like sk- skits and stuff that you'll see have yeah. happen. Like you do in like an old West town and yeah. things like that. Well, I mean, I mean, um, they even do that like at uh, Universal um, uh, theme park. They mm-hmm. they have like Green Goblin and like the X Men dressed up, and they do like skits yeah. in front of you. Yeah. Um, so that should be pretty cool. Of but course, they're not robots. The thing, I'm not going to be going to this Star Wars park for years <laughs> after it comes out because it is going to be so packed. Oh, it's going to be miserable. Yeah. You won't actually be able to enjoy yourself because it's going to be so busy and crowded well there's times of the year that it will be less busy yeah but even so even so you just want to go at all i want to go no um, all right hasbro is got its own kickstarter type thing called haslab haslab um and they're going to be coming out with a four foot long java sail barge that'll be like fully to scale has <laughs> java inside i want this it's only like four or five hundred bucks which I was really surprised about. Like, I was expecting it to be a lot more. I will give you 200 now and 15 when we reach all the rest. <laughs> well, the thing that I thought was really interesting is that basically what they're guaranteeing a pre-order is all it is. They're mm-hmm. able to do really small runs, because normally if you make toys, you have to do runs of, like, yeah. tens of thousands. So I can do really small run. And then... People will buy them up because they'll know in three years yeah. when you can't get them, people will be paying 1500 to get them. Yeah, you know? that's true. So that's um, where it's going to end up. As somebody out. who rewound, rewinded, reround, rewound, rewound, hard yeah. word to say, rewound, rewound. As somebody who rewound, rewound, rewound. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit out us saying rewound a dozen times. <laughs> Somebody who watched over and over again. Yeah. There we go. The sail barge scene with Luke kicking ass and taking them all down over and over again. Like, like I would just sit in my living room. I come home from school. I'd turn on that scene. I just keep rerounding it. Yeah. By kicking ass, do you mean kicking at people while they're still like three feet away? It's so glorious. (laughs) It's so glorious. It is the best gif or gif, however you want to say it. I say Uh, gif. I I think I say GIF more often, um, but we can we can just, we can yeah. cover that in our GIF podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a GIF podcast. That's <laughs> um, uh, my favorite GIF. Yes. Um, good. Good. Is Luke, is Luke kicking and then he's missing, and at the same time, Boba Fett's like, cry, going across like flying just got, the background. Yeah, he just got yeah. hit by Han. Um, so yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be like 500 bucks. So, um, last piece of news, um, the new Blu-ray DVD set for last Jedi, uh, is going to have lots of stuff. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you get to go behind the scenes, obviously with Ryan Johnson, mm-hmm. um, on his personal, uh, journey through making the movie like you mm-hmm. typically would. Um, something I'm looking forward to. Uh, there's a segment where you explore the mythology of the Force and why Ryan Johnson chose to interpret its role in such a unique way. Yeah, I really want to watch that. Yeah, um, there's scene breakdowns, uh, the space battle, um, the apparently. Okay, so I listened to a, an interview with Ryan Johnson. Mm-hmm. The whole mirror scene. They, this is another thing that they're yeah. going to cover, like the mirrors and stuff like that. So the whole mirror scene was actually one of the very first things that he actually came up with. For the entire film. Wow. He was like, I want that scene in there. Yeah. I thought it would be a really cool visual. So, anyway. And it was. Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously all your, like, visual effects stuff, um, they get into, um, let's see here. They present exclusive stuff from Andy Serkis. Um, and then there's 14 deleted scenes. Yeah. Um, which makes sense, because apparently the original, like, Cut of this movie is over three hours long. Yeah. Um, now, J.J. Abrams had said that the director's cut of um, Force Awakens was the film we saw in theaters. Yeah. But I could totally see Ryan Johnson coming out with the director's oh. cut. The thing, the thing is that with director's cuts, though, as far as like things that you really are really important to make sure you have like the canon, mm-hmm. 
you have a director's cut, you need to establish that like it's not canon or it is. Because yeah. well, they actually, I did see an interview where Ryan Johnson said there's not going to be a director's cut. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. for that reason, he yeah. said. Because like, like if I won't watch the um, Lord of the Rings movies if if they aren't the director's cut. Right. Because then you get a complete picture. But if you have some people who are keep like quoting deleted scenes from a director's <laughs> cut for Star Wars, it doesn't like. Yeah. You know, like you can't fault me for not knowing that quote. Yeah. Um, and plus, the movie is glorious already. It doesn't, yeah, exactly. need, it doesn't need a director's cut like other films do. Yeah. Um, cough. Every DC movie made lately. Cough. Um, lately. Ever. No, Wonder Woman was fantastic. Yeah, no, Wonder Woman was good. Um, so, but, yeah, so that's yeah. going to be everything that's going to be on there. Uh, yeah. So that covers the news. On to our main topic. Our main topic today, what is the greatest Star Wars quote of all time? All time. Not controversial at all. Um, as we know, there's nothing more than I love than Star Wars quotes. Mm-hmm. As I said in the review that we read earlier, yeah. I have an uncanny ability to remember yes. the quotes. I think, honestly, Star Wars quotes are why I love Star Wars. Yeah. Like, it, it, it stuck with me forever. I mean, whenever you talk about Lord of the Rings, you also just quote it as well. So it's <laughs> yeah. like, quotes are... I just, I, I'm just upset with the quotes. Yeah. Um, mine. Uh, so... We are going to talk about what is the best one. And it occurred to me, because um, last episode during the Obi-Wan trial, I tried to claim that um, the many truths you cling to depend greatly on your own point of view. That quote from Obi-Wan, yeah. I tried to claim that was the greatest quote in all of Star Wars. Yeah. So that got me thinking, what is actually the greatest quote in all of Star Wars? Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to, use, we're going to use actual criteria to judge it. It's not just going to be like personal favorites. Yeah. We're going to be objective. Uh, one, memorability of quote. Um, is it one that can be remembered and quoted over and over again? Like, does everybody know these quotes? Yeah. Two, uh, emotional resonance. The emotional resonance um, with either the characters or the audience. Like, mm-hmm. how much of an impact does the quote have? And three, um, is there some kind of message or lesson in the quote? Um, does it teach something valuable? Yeah. Uh, so we'll go through each quote, uh, apply the criteria to each one. Um, we're going to go through all the movies, um, including Rogue One. Uh, we're going to narrow it down to the best quote in each trilogy, mm-hmm. and then have a final three. Okay. So let's start with the greatest Star Wars film of all time, Episode One. This is why I'm the favorite. <laughs> so okay. the first quote that we need to discuss: "Misa Kajaja Biggs, Misa Yahab a servant." Super memorable. <laughs> that right there, like. <laughs> No, like people recognize it, but yeah. not fondly. No, it's <laughs> well. There is a valuable lesson. Don't let George Lucas make Star Wars movies. <laughs> and the yeah, and the only emotional resonance is <laughs> anger. hatred, anger. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's obviously not a legit one. Um, another great quote, my lord, is that legal? I will make it legal. I love that. Yeah, it's like oh. Now the line itself, like the thing that is the memorable quote is the i will make it legal yeah because like that that's used all the time like i use it all the time in daily like, in daily conversations yeah when someone's like you can't do that like i will make it legal <laughs> yeah like if I, <laughs> I can always find a way to fit that in yeah but like the quote before that like you kind of have like to get the full context right right <laughs> but the i will make it yeah. legal is Here's the, the thing part. the emperor delivers the best quotes like delivery yeah. wise he has the best well, yeah <laughs> ian mcdermott is yeah. an incredible actor so. um so except for the episode three when he gets his face fried and just becomes the worst um uh so okay no no lesson no but I'll, I'll put that up there as far as but, like the best quote for episode one like at, at one of them like once we get to yeah the yeah side, but. yeah um so that's a maybe yeah. Um, all right. Uh, the next one, uh, when Jar Jar says, well, I spec, Qui-Gon says... The ability to speak does not make you intelligent. I love this quote. There's actually... So there's a... You'll find that actually Qui-Gon gives a lot of um, really good uh, quotes that teach a lesson yeah. in the movie. 
Um, and I found this, um, I was trying to find quotes for episode two and yeah. I was like, there's not a single good quote in episode two, Yeah. but how can there be good quotes in episode one when episode one's because worse Liam than episode Neeson two? speaks them. Yeah, that's true. Liam Neeson's amazing. Uh, and, um, that this line especially holds up tonight of all nights on January 30th. Tonight <laughs> we're recording this. <laughs> we'll let you figure out why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, a great lesson. Um, I think it's pretty, I don't know. I, I don't think it's the most memorable quote, but yeah. it's memorable. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say there's a huge impact, but I think the lesson of it definitely puts it up there. That's another quote um, you can use in everyday life. Yeah. It's like, know. well, yeah, Billy Spears doesn't make you into I feel like, I feel like that, that should be like, like a fourth criteria is like, can it be used in everyday life? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because, yeah. We'll add that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the next one is there's always a bigger fish. So always a bigger fish, which is a good moral lesson. Yeah, um, good lesson. It can um, be used in in normal life. There's not any. I don't think people would necessarily recognize it as a Star Wars quote, though. No, like if you were just thrown so out. it's not memorable, and there's no impact. Yeah. Um, so we'll probably have to axe that one. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites. Are you an angel? <laughs> a what? An angel? They live on the booze of Diego, I think. I hear the space pilots talk about them. Oh, that is now this, the planet Diego I did in running a star Wars role-playing game once have the players go to Diego. Oh yeah. And it turns out that the angels, angels? <laughs> yes, but the angels like these, these alien entities that are yeah. like actually like malevolent and will crash your ship. And anybody who ends up on the, the planet of Diego, like they don't age and is like stranded there. So you meet up meeting people like, mm. And it, it, this is, like, from, like, one of the source books. Oh, okay. Um, so it's legit. I believe that Genosis in the Outer Rim Worlds. But, um, yeah, so, but they keep you, like, even if you manage to, like, build a ship and everything, get yeah. your ship fixed, they will continue. Like, you can't escape Diego. Yes. So, they're bad. Yeah. He's saying that she's a bad, bad <laughs> wow. alien. Well, obviously, yeah. you know, the relationship was doomed to fail from the start. Exactly, yeah. Um, another great one. I'm a person, and my name is Anakin. Yeah. Jake Lloyd has probably... The best quotes of Star Wars. He's just such an I incredible mean, actor. It's just, yeah. Um, the next one, <laughs> you you think you're some kind of Jedi waving your hand around like that? I'm a Dodarian. Mind tricks don't work on me. Only money. That can be used in every day. I use this at the shop. Yeah, um, but some... it's also a, just a fantastic, fantastic racist <laughs> character. Yeah, just super, super racist. Uh, so I, I was a racist, and when a customer um, said they tried to be funny, they're like, they're "Like you don't need money." Like doing a mind trick on me as I'm ringing them up. I did the full like, "I'm a Sultanian, no one need money," and they laughed. So it could be used uh, in every day. Then, yeah. Um, the there's a lesson that you sometimes money is the only way you can get through to people. It's true. Um, yeah. Probably no impact or emotional resonance. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's the most memorable either. Yeah. Uh, so we'll ax that. Um, yippee! No. Moving on. Moving on. Um, uh, Qui-Gon says to Anakin, remember, concentrate on the moment. Feel. Don't think. Use your instincts. He says this to him right before the pod race. Yeah. Uh, great. It's a good lesson in the Force. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, because you – when it's actually like a like a Buddhist practice. They say, yeah. like, always be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, again, good lesson, um, but probably doesn't fill any of this other criteria. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites from Kiadi Mundi, mm-hmm. your thoughts dwell on your mother. To which Anakin should have responded, no, they dwell on your mother. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, okay, so moving on to what actually will win this. Yes. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Okay. Yeah. Clearly memorable. That, I mean, they played it in the trailers for Phantom Menace. Yeah. Uh, I remember that was like the very first, mm-hmm. in one of the very first trailers. Like, we didn't know anything that was going on. Yeah. All you're seeing is these incredible images. And you see this, like, poor, sad little kid who's, like, being torn away from his <laughs> yeah. family. And it's like, and it's Yoda saying this. And, and it was like, the music was building yeah. up. It was really intense. Yeah. And it was like, I have to see this movie. Yeah. So, so thus leaving an emotional resonance, yeah. the impact. Um, 
of course, a great lesson. Most of our, most of people's ignorance and hatred comes from just fear of the unknown. Yeah. Fear of your, of what you don't understand. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I could probably be using every day. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you'd have to work it I'm in definitely. somehow, but yeah. Uh, so that fulfills probably almost all the criteria there. Yeah. So we're going to give that three little notches. Um, Let's you see. and the Debu form a symbiotic circle. What happens to one of you affects the other. You must understand this. So not quotable. I included this because it teaches a great lesson again. Yeah. Um, again, a Phantom, Menace, Phantom Menace has a surprising amount of just good um, uh, messages. Well, I mean, he had, he had are, 20 years to like yeah. come up with like... And then there's like... The important lessons that he wanted to have taught. And there's not a single lesson said in episode two. It's just yeah. so weird. Um, uh, let's see here. Finally, uh, well, last two, probably the best two. I know I keep saying that over and over yeah. again, but they're all the best. I love quotes. <laughs> uh, you get a quote. You get a quote. Everybody, Everybody gets, gets a quote. quote. I'll try spinning. That's a good trick. I think I think we repeat that one specifically the most. Probably because it's so obnoxious <laughs> and it's like just the dumbest. Like that's not a good trick. Especially when you're like, flying. Here's the thing. It's well, a good trick in a yeah. pod racer where you have gravity like keeping yeah, you from yeah. doing so. It doesn't do anything if for you're you in space. space. It's not a trick. You just turn the joystick yeah. and you spin. There's no trick to it. I, uh, I put up a meme on our page that was like, Obi-Wan in A New Hope. He's like, when I first met him, he was the best star pilot in the galaxy. And then the next image is, oh, try spinning. That's a good trick. Yeah. It's just so devastating that that's where they went with Anakin. Because was, it's like... <sighs> now, did it, did you actually make that meme? No, no, I found oh, okay, it. Okay, you found it. Okay. Yeah. It, I think I was searching, I'll try spinning. That's a good trick. <laughs> <laughs> Dank memes about spinning. Yes. Um, and finally... Um, now this is pod racing. We had desperately wanted to name our podcast, Now This Is Podcasting. Until I was walking through <laughs> Disneyland and saw somebody wearing a t-shirt that said, Now yeah. This Is Podcasting. And, and I was like, like, oh no. no. it exists already. Oh no. So you, you hear that, Now This Is Podcasting? <clears throat> you suck. We're coming for you. <clears throat> So those are right. the episode one quotes. If you can think of any better ones. Oh yeah, and I meant to always... mention this to begin with. If there's one we missed that you think, you know, should have been mentioned, by all means comment or send us in the fan letter next time. Yeah. Um and we'll we'll address it. Alright, so I will make it legal. Doesn't hold up. Yeah. Um the ability to speak does not make you intelligent versus fear is the path of dark side for your anger. I don't think it's any competition. That's here. yeah. It, it's always going to be the Yoda quote. And I think most of these are going to be Yoda quotes. Yeah. Um, he's got good quotes. He's got nice. All right. Episode two. All right. So, starting with Obi-Wan. Why do I get the feeling you're going to be the death of me? I mean, the line, the line of foreshadow. The, yeah, it's, but it's so heavy handed. Yeah, it is. It's, it's narrative. I guess it's not like foreshadowing when you already know. No, it's narrative, <laughs> it's, it's narrative irony. It's a, it's a narrative it nudge, nudge, like, huh? Yeah. Huh? That's, that's, Get that's, it? That's, that's what narrative irony is. It's when yeah. the audience knows something that the characters don't and the character yeah. says something. Uh, you're like, oh, I know what that means. But it's just kind of, yeah. it's kind of heavy handing. I feel, I feel like there could have been a better way that it could have been said that would still. Yeah. And that doesn't feel like any, or, any no, criteria. Or even, not the, why do I get the feeling you're going to be death of me? If he just said, Anakin, you're going to be the death of me. That right there is nice and simple, straightforward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it just, and wow. it's done as a throwaway. Yeah, Lucas yeah. has the worst dialogue. Um, he just needs somebody to go over his script one more time. Yeah. Um, so something a bit more memorable. Um, you want to buy some death sticks? You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. From Elan Sleesbaga now. <laughs> Who I thought was going to be Snoke, but I guess I was wrong. Apparently. Um, could still be, we don't know. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so, uh, so look at the criteria. Um, memorable, no impact, no lesson. Yeah. Well, I guess the lesson is Obi-Wan doesn't care yeah. about messing with people's yeah. minds. <laughs> um, but it can be used in everyday life. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. It gets everywhere. Like here, here everything is soft and smooth. 
Um, I'm going to give this quote what it deserves by skipping to the next quote. No, but the, the I don't like sand <laughs> is a great line to say like, <laughs> like for humor, um, like, for humor's sake, because everybody knows what you're referring to. Um, yeah, there was, uh, there was this meme that was like, uh, like Anakin, like, like everything's great, isn't it? He's like, yeah. And, and then they're like, oh yeah, Anakin's saying like, I love this glass. Like, you know what glass is made of? I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, sand. And then the next image is of him with his limbs cut off, yelling, I hate you to Obi-Wan. So very memorable, but that's it. Yeah. Um, um, this next line is real bad. <laughs> the, I'm haunted by the kiss that you never should have given me. My heart is beating, hoping that kiss will not become a scar. It's so... It's like, like, so Lucas is trying to be Shakespearean, but it's so misogynistic. It, like she's to blame. Yeah. He, he's the one who was like hounding on her the whole yeah. movie. She the didn't want any part of like, it. He's like pawing at her and like, <laughs> like electricously eyeing her. Yeah, like, I do not understand why Padme has feelings for Anakin. Like there's no, no indication she there's, had any. There's no reason like, to. And then he's like, it's your fault. Yeah. You did this to me, you whore. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. Um, a good quote from Yoda. Truly wonderful, the mind of a child is. Yeah, it's okay. That's the thing. Like, Well, I mean, it's not memorable. All these lines are so okay. I know. That's the thing. That's the standard I had to do, just to pull quotes from episode two. Yeah. Um, okay, here, here we go. I killed them. I killed them all. They're dead. Every single one of them. And not just the men, but the women and the children, too. They're like animals, and I slaughter them like animals. I hate them. Yeah. Moving on. It is with great so, life. <laughs> so bad. Um, yeah. I, and sorry, when I read these quotes, I have to do it with the exact inflection. Yeah. <laughs> the characters gave it in. Otherwise, it's not a true quote. Yeah. Um, yeah. It uh, doesn't fulfill any of the criteria except for – well, okay, there's actually emotional resonance in that on the characters and on yeah. the audience. Like you're like, well, he's like the freaking crazy. Yeah. So it, it fulfills something. You know what? I'm going to put a notch by that one because that might be the standard we're at here. <laughs> um, the emperor – well, not the emperor yet. Chancellor. Chancellor. It is with great reluctance that I have agreed to this calling. I love democracy. I love the republic. Once this crisis has abated, I will lay down the powers you have given me. Okay, so that's more of a line of dialogue. I just picked it out because it was just an interesting, um, I guess not foreshadowing, but like, he's not going to lay down those powers. Like, you know what's happening here. Yeah. Uh, Here's actually one of my favorite quotes. Oh my goodness, shut me down. Machines building machines. How perverse. Except that it's the Star Wars universe. All machines are built by machines. Are you calling Anakin a machine? Twisted and evil, yeah. <laughs> whoa! Whoa! <laughs> yeah. It all comes so together. Like, like, I understand that C-3PO was not built by Anakin, but rebuilt by Anakin. So whenever people are like, he built c No, he didn't. <laughs> he found this droid out in the desert and rebuilt it yeah. because it came from a factory. But... He, like, this, everything is built by machines. That's yeah. how the universe works. Well, so he's trying to say some kind of lesson in there about... No, there's no lesson. No, like, we can't, but, but, but things yes. are too technology. No, it's... it's move, moving on. They have, they can travel between <laughs> star systems instantaneously. Like, this isn't like, yeah. oh, yeah. We, do, we have to be careful how far technology... No. Like, okay. no, it just doesn't work. Um... Next quote, last one in episode two by Yoda. Victory? Victory, you say. Master Obi-Wan, the shroud of the dark side has fallen. Begun. The Clone clone War has. This actually is, so it's not memorable, but it does have some really good emotional resonance and, and a lesson to Obi-Wan. You know, yeah. Obi-Wan's like, oh yeah, we had this victory. Like, no. no Do we you lost. not see what's yeah. happening here? Yeah. Um, so I, and it sort of ties into the, to Yoda's later lines about how, um, wars do not make one great. Yeah, you're right. Um, like I said, in a, a, one of our early episodes, I've always wanted a, like a Yoda, um, a young Yoda comic mm-hmm. where like every adventure, um, is insight into why he says certain quotes yeah, and really connecting good. it. And that, that reminds me of that. It's like a, yeah. 
Oh, that's why it says that. So the thing is with episode two is that all the quotes that people generally quote are quoted mocking yeah. episode two. So I think we're going to have to go with this vic- this final quote yeah. because... I mean, I don't like sand. That's probably the most popular. <laughs> popular, but it's so bad. I know. There's no lesson or impact. No. Um, so I think just because of lesson and impact, uh, those two criteria, yeah. uh, victory um, quote goes to be the best in episode two. Yeah. Episode three. Um, Yoda says to Anakin... Careful, you must be when arguing. When sending, uh, <laughs> you're used to arguing. Yeah, no. Careful, you must be when sensing the future, Anakin. The fear of loss is the path to the dark side. So good, good lesson. Um, but not really. Like, I mean, that's why I, Anakin turns the dark side. The reason why I had such trouble quoting it is because it's such a forgettable line. Like, yeah, I don't remember yeah. this line hardly. So, from yeah. we'll move on. Uh, the next one he said shortly after. Death is a natural part of life. Rejoice for those around you who transform into the Force. Mourn them do not. Miss them do not. Attachment leads to jealousy. The shadow of greed, that is. Again, probably the same reasons as before. It's, yeah. it's, it's okay. a really great lesson. Um, yeah. But uh, it's like... It's like Lucas like just skipped an episode as far as wanting to teach people things. That's yeah. it, weird. Um, yeah. So then Sheev Palpatine says yeah. to Anakin, Good is a point of view, Anakin. The Sith and the Jedi are similar in almost every way, including their quest for greater power. I actually appreciate this line of dialogue just because it shows, um, like, oh, like the Emperor has this actual ideology about the Sith yeah. and how the Jedi are just the same. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of interesting. I wish they'd actually explored that more. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, not. Um, another great quote. So, okay, so none of these have fulfilled anything. Yeah. Um, hello there. Hello there. Yeah. When Obi-Wan jumps down in front of Grievous, um, reminiscing back to In A New Hope. He says, yeah. hello there. Uh, that's good. Uh, <laughs> Here's actually one that I've, I don't actually one. have on this on this list, though, what? that comes before these here, is um, Anakin asking if, um, you can be taught the power of saving oh. somebody's life, and he says, not, not from, from a Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, that's... It's good. I mean, I again, it's more of a line of dialogue than it is yeah. like a quote. Yeah. Um, uh, one of my favorites from Revenge of the Sith, Mace Windu strolls in, the Senate will decide your fate. I am the Senate. I feel like that one, it can be used in every day. <laughs> yeah. I am the Senate. Yeah. Like, um, it has some pretty good emotional resonance, but it's not overly memorable, nor has a good lesson. I mean, the lesson is that, you know, once that you, he's the Senate. Uh, yeah. They, well, once you achieve, achieve like ultimate power, even when you like, he's not the Senate, like yeah. the Senate's the Senate, but he believes that he has utter and complete control. So, yeah. so mm, yeah. a couple notches. Uh, execute order 66. I mean, right there, that's like, that's used like all the time. Yeah. And it's memorable. It is memorable. It's, it's like, and the, it's emotional. Yeah. No, no lesson, but yeah. you can use it every day. Wow. Also, like when you were, when you're watching the movie for the very first time, not knowing, like, you know that the Jedi are going to be destroyed, but when he says execute order 66, you're like, okay, but what's order 66? Yeah. It's not until they start just gunning down the Jedi that you're like, uh, oh, 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 my. Ooh, ooh, oh. Oh, no, oh, no. Um, uh, <laughs> Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. What are we going to do? <laughs> like five minutes ago, he was going to turn to the Emperor. <laughs> and he's killing kids. And there's no, uh, like, we already understand that, that Anakin is evil. Like he didn't need to have him kill kids. They didn't even need to have. The, they didn't need to have have the scene. Like yeah. you have him marching into the Jedi Temple where you know there are children. Yeah. And then you have later them being like, "Yeah, I killed every single Jedi that was in there." Yeah. That's yeah. But it, so instead, you're just like, all it does is make you go, "Yeah." Oh, I really don't want him to be redeemed at the end of Episode Six. 
<laughs> yeah, it it ruined it. Yeah, we talked about this already. Yeah. Like it, it completely undoes the redemption <clears throat> of Vader. Yeah, like completely. Yeah. Um, so emotional resonance there, but it doesn't fill any other criteria. Yeah. Um, the Emperor gives his speech in order to ensure security and continuing stability. The Republic will be reorganized into the first galactic empire. Mm-hmm. Now that line itself is not great, but it's followed up by Padme's line. So this is how liberty dies. Thunderous applause. Which is actually a good lesson yes. because this is how um, the government takes power. Yeah. And people cheer it on. They don't fight it. Yeah. Um, that's how Hitler rose to power. Um, so it, it fulfills. Well, and it, it matches the. Um, it's reminiscent of the. Quote, this is how the world ends, not with a bang, but with a whimper. Mm. So, um, yeah. you know, it's, you know, reminiscent so, of that as well. It's a really, really good line. Yeah. It's memorable. Memorable. Uh, it's quotable. Emotional. Quotable. Yeah. And, I, and I, I think I recall, like, the first time I saw it, like, kind yeah. of getting chills when she said that. Yeah. So it fulfills three. Wow. So that's probably the best one so far. Yeah. Sadly. Um <laughs> Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Which, we argued a yeah. lot about this one last episode. Yeah. So we don't have to argue it again. But it is memorable. Yeah. For sure. Probably yeah. the most memorable, actually, in yeah. the movie. Um, it's... Doesn't... I mean, does it teach lessons? No, I mean, not really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the emotional. Next, the next one. It's over, Anakin. <laughs> I have the high ground DLC. <laughs> um, so I have the high ground is like the most popular quote from this movie. Yeah. Um, so it's memorable, obviously. Uh, it, it, I guess it teaches a lesson to give up when your opponent has the high ground. <laughs> yeah. Except just like probably like 15 minutes before Obi-Wan was like hanging by his armpits off the edge of a building. With yeah. General Grievous standing over him, meaning that General Grievous had the high ground. Well, and Obi-Wan gave up his high ground. He jumped down into front of General Grievous. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't want my high ground. My high ground's good. I'm good without it. <laughs> Obi-Wan doesn't make any sense. No. I'm glad exactly. I lost this episode. <laughs> I win. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it doesn't fulfill anything else. I just make memorable. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, this is a good one, actually. Um, you were the chosen one. It was so that you would destroy the Sith, not join them. Bring balance to the Force, not leave it in darkness. I actually think this is a good line of dialogue. It, it is. Like, no, it's a really fantastic... the whole movie. It's yeah. probably... But yeah. the, the thing that you're missing is the, you were my brother, Anakin. Yeah. Which it, is, that's what... He, the, that's because it kind of trailed off afterwards. Yeah. Um, but like that's like the emotional impact. We can add on to this one. Yeah. So, you were my brother, Anakin. Um... Yeah, I mean it. So it's memorable. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's emotional. Um, it teaches a lesson: don't put people on a pedestal. Yeah, don't claim yeah. people that chosen one. It would have been better if they hit more on this whole chosen one prophecy. Yeah, because it was like mentioned and like not talked about until the end of Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> like. Yeah. What? Yeah, they should have done. They should yeah. have interlaced that more throughout. Yeah, the movie. like, like, what is this prophecy? Had it come to be? Yeah. Like, um, maybe had like episode two them going and like tracking down the origins of the prophecy and stuff could have been really interesting. Yeah, but yeah, that would have been cool. Um, found out it had been corrupted by the Sith like ten thousand years ago. Yeah, like, see exactly. You know, like um, so good lesson. It's it can't be used in every day though. It's not like an yeah, everyday quote. But, yeah, but you could. But throwing out the "you are the chosen one," you can That's use true. Like, when somebody you betrays you. Yeah, like, you're right. And plus, the emotion resonance of it. And, and like, you know what? In fact, today, when you said you weren't going to be able to be over earlier, <laughs> I specifically sent you the gif of Obi Wan yeah. saying, "You are my brother, Anakin." <laughs> so it works well. To, That's like, true. As like a "you betrayed me" type thing. That's true. Um, Padme uh, saying to Obi Wan as she's dying, mm-hmm. "Obi Wan, there is good in him." I know there is still. So I included this because um, 
this is like Luke's mantra the whole time. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting that Obi-Wan is holding baby Luke as Padme is saying this line. Yeah. And I always thought found that cool. Yeah. Um, obviously, this quote isn't really doesn't fulfill any criteria. I just wanted to include that on there. Yeah. Um, Yoda says to Obi-Wan, Twisted by the dark side, young Skywalker has become. The boy you trained, gone he is. Consumed by Darth Vader. Which so sort of memorable. Yeah. Um, but not as memorable. Mm-hmm. It does sort of establish that Yoda was the one who put it into Obi-Wan's head that you need to lie to this kid when he comes of age. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. No, he's dead. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. make sure to tell this to the kid when um, he grows up. Oh, and actually, I just uh, found this out. It was interesting. There's a uh, deleted scene where apparently Yoda is talking to Luke in Return of the Jedi. And Yoda says to him, Obi-Wan would have told you he was your father if I had let him. Yeah. It's like, in the novelization. Oh, okay. So like, yeah. that's the thing is with the novelizations as I read them. Yeah. I read them when I was like 10 years old, like right around the time that I was like really getting into Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's hard for me to separate. Like I'm like, oh yeah, that happened in the in the movie. Wait, no, it didn't happen. Like for yeah. example, in Return of the Jedi, all the ships dropping out of hyperspace over and them going, wait, we think that the, the, uh, the shield generator's up, or the shield's still up, pull up. Yeah. In the novelization, an A-wing slams into the shield and blows up. Yeah. That doesn't, so in my mind, that happens in the movie, but it never actually happens. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. so make, yeah. So, like, lines like that, I'm like, oh, yeah, um, that's in the movie. No, it's not. <laughs> so, let's see here. It's, I mean, it's not memorable, but the impact, the lesson, yeah, this is falling short. Um, and then finally, <laughs> no. I just and the fact that Lucas, like, what the fourth time around, he re-edited the whole trilogy. He had to put yeah. in no. If you go and I see, I think it's the Japanese dub or the Italian dub or something. It's one of the dubs. Yeah, where they have it in there, and the person delivering the dialogue does such a better job of it mm. that you're like, oh, okay, I see what they were going for. It's just James Earl Jones. He was directed poorly, and so he didn't end up directing. He didn't end up performing it well. The like the the no in whatever translation that was is just so like full of anguish. Yeah. So. Um, okay, so let's decide between. Okay, so I think I think it's clear that episode three, the one that won, was the you were the chosen one. Yeah. Yeah. So for the prequels, okay, I think this is going to end up being a three part series. I think so. Yeah. So we got the prequel trilogy done here. Uh, the first quote. Fear is a path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Mm-hmm. Then Second we've one. got... Victory. Victory, you say. Master Obi-Wan, the shroud of the dark side has fallen. Begun. The Clone War has. And then finally... You were the chosen one. It was so that you destroy the Sith, not join them. Bring balance to the Force, not leave it in darkness. You are my brother, Anakin. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think right away we can get rid of the victory one. Yeah. Because that actually did not fulfill all four points of yeah. criteria. The thing is that Yoda's line in episode one is so iconic. It is. Um, but there's more emotional weight with the chosen one. Quote. Yeah. Let me think here. Memorability. Okay, let's, you know let's just go through them. No, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. We will put up a poll on our Facebook page. Okay. To let you guys vote between these two lines. Because they're both so good. Yeah. And I I like them both so much that I don't feel comfortable deciding between the two because I'm like, no. Okay. Because I could go either way, but I'd feel bad about not having chosen the other one, you know? Yeah. So let's go ahead and do a, okay. a poll up. We'll do a, quote, a poll. And then um, next episode, we will say what that one is and we'll move on to the next one. And and if, yeah. if with the original trilogy, we realize there's one quote like above all the others, we won't do a poll. But yeah. we may end up doing a poll with each one to help yeah. let everybody decide. That's fair. So. All right, so we'll do a poll. Uh, figure that out later. Um, next episode, we'll do the old trilogy. Yeah. And then third episode, we'll do Rogue One and episode seven and eight. Yeah. So let's move on to quick round of trivia. All right, so Mark has been trying to close the gap. 
I have been closing the gap. He has 73. I have 75. What yes. he doesn't know is I'm just letting him build up a little bit more confidence so I can crush him again. <laughs> like you meant. All right. Bring so, it. Who mentions at the Jedi Council meaning that he has good relations with the Wookiees? Yoda. Mm. Yes. Um, what does Luke Skywalker use to free himself from the ceiling of the Wampus Lair? His lightsaber. Mm, yeah. Okay. And you think he would just finish the job by killing the Wampa, but instead he walks out into the freezing cold. Yeah. <laughs> instead of killing the Wampa and shoving himself inside the Wampa's body. <laughs> then he's like, Mecha Wampa. Or at <laughs> least staying around. inside the cave where you Where it's can... warm. Yeah. Uh, Shut up, looks great. Which pilot has the call sign Red Six? Oh, Red Six. During the Battle of Yavin. Oh, my. Hold on. I think I just read two. Red six, I think, is Porkins or is it Biggs? Is it Porkins or Biggs? Tell me. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. You have to tell me. I I have a feeling it's Porkins. So is that your answer? Yes. Then? You Porkins. Sure? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> That one I was sure was going to... All right. Who draws the one remaining Imperial Scout at the Endor Bunker's back entrance into an ambush? Uh, Han. Yeah, that's right. He does. Like a okay. real hero. All right. What color are the wings of Obi-Wan Kenobi's Starfighter in the Battle Above Coruscant? Oh, um, I know this because it's yellow. It's red. Anakin's, Anakin's yellow. Damn it. If yeah. I just stopped to think... Um, on that note, the reason they're red and yellow is because Luke wears a yellow jacket when he's walking with Han at the begin at the end of uh, New Hope. Okay, and that's supposed to be mimicking the walking together. Oh yeah, the I ships guess. are together. I, sure, it, it, ring theory. Just yeah. look it up. Uh, his first line in Return of the Jedi is, "Of course, I'm worried." Of course, I'm worried. Yeah, C-3PO. So, you missed so I missed one. one? Okay. Yeah. So that puts me, let's see, 75 plus 5, I believe is 80. Mm. See, I know math, unlike Han, apparently, mm. who doesn't know that 2 is greater than 1. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Which rebel masquerades as Stormtrooper TK421? That would be Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Who orders Darth Vader to release his chokehold on Admiral Mahdi? That would be a Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. Vader. Release him. As you wish. Who confidently declares, I will be Chancellor. <laughs> Who confidently declares, I will be Chancellor. Yeah. Yeah. That would be Palpatine. Wow. Why didn't you guess Jar Jar? It was so obvious. <laughs> the, thing, the reason I did that is I was literally about to use the voice because, <laughs> because I can't help myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, what does Hot Solo admit seeing instead of a big dark blur while standing on Jabba the Hutt's skiff? Big light blur. Yeah, yeah. Which civilization forms a symbiote circle with the Naboo? The Gungan. Yeah, yeah. How many terms does Padme Amidala serve as Naboo's queen? Oh. Ooh. She served two terms. God damn you, Mark As Marinette. Naboo's queen. Much like George Washington. Before her. He was Naboo's queen. <laughs> or lots of other presidents that served two terms. But George Washington was the only United States president who also served as Naboo's queen. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, all right. So now Mark is one behind. One behind. Again, I'm just building your confidence up so that I can crush you again. <laughs> because it's not good ratings for me to constantly crush you. As much as I enjoy it, I'll take that hit. That's the only reason I'm doing this. You're like the Russian team and figure skating. You've been doping. Yes. You've been doping your answers. <laughs> I just... Every... Doping, doping for Star Wars trivia is just watching Star yeah, Wars. Yeah. Every day I just come home from work and just watch Star Wars until I go to work again. Yeah. That's just every, every day. 
ignore my family. But because it's Russian doping, they're like, yeah. you're strapped into the chair. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, my, like, my eyes are held open. Like, yeah. uh, what was that movie? Uh, Clockwork Orange. Orange. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that has been this episode. Uh, We are going to put up um, the vote for which prequel quote is better. Yes. Uh, So please vote. Yes. So we know in our future quote episodes which one is. Exactly. All right. We will see you next time. Come on, man. Quit that banging. Hey, what's that stank? You put a fish in our basket. podcast will decide your fate. I am the podcast. I can be your backpack while you run. Swing from a hairy vine. I can be your backpack while you climb. Stand on one hand and lift. Rocks with your special gift. Run, 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 jump. Now breathe. Mm, that's good. Like that.